Welcome to the Insurance Brokers Podcast with your host, Sarah Myerskoff. This business podcast is for ambitious brokers determined to grow their business. Our guests are highly experienced industry experts and innovators. This is the place to leverage their success, learn how to break through barriers to growth, and discover a community of support and ideas whilst growing your business. Hello again, Mike. I'm really glad to have you back on the Insurance Brokers podcast as we relaunch. Thank you very much for joining me. Absolute pleasure, Sarah. Great to see you. So today we are talking uh, a little bit about the event that you guys are putting on in September. I'm quite interested to talk around it and, and uh, I suppose about why it's so important in today's market. So do you want to introduce the event and, and what it is you'll be doing and, and, and what you hope to achieve? Absolutely. Thank you very much. So, yes. Yeah, so, so firstly, it's our uh, capacity exchange, uh, the MGAA capacity exchange. It's uh, kindly sponsored by Zurich this year. It's on the 14th of September, uh, 2022. It's at the Hilton Doubletree in London. So just in the, in the square mile. Uh, it's one of our flagship events across the uh, sort of events calendar. It's something we do sort of every year. And, you know, the key thing is, is that, you know, any MGA will always tell you that capacity is the number one key pillar in terms of which their business is centered around. You know, frankly, if you haven't got capacity as an MGA, you have no business. So it can't, it cannot be any more important than that. And what we do in terms of this event is that we invite all of our insurer members to attend and exhibit, you know, and in terms of on a poser table, etc. Uh, and then we invite all of our NGA members to also attend. Uh, and in more of a sort of speed dating type environment, our NGAs go around and, and have uh, very productive conversations with insurers they actually already know, insurers which they don't know. They have conversations where, you know, they'll talk about risk appetite. They'll talk about the current market trends. They'll talk about opportunities to partner sort of going forward. And so if you look at it through the lens of an MGA, you know, for our MGAs, it has a fantastic opportunity for them to re-engage with insurers they already know. But just as importantly, to talk to insurers they do not know and do not have a contact with and explain their business model, business strategy, their particular product lines, and, and demonstrate or share their expertise. And from an insurer lens, the other way, you know, they again will re-engage with MGAs that they are aware of, but it also gives them an opportunity to meet and, and talk to new MGAs, perhaps they wouldn't have had contact with previously, understand those product lines, understand their business model, their business strategy, and then just actually just enhances that whole networking in the whole MGA community, which actually is all centered around, you know, capacity and capacity provision. So it's a fantastic event and a real great opportunity for both both MGAs and insurers to engage, network and understand each other's businesses. And from a um, sort of a moving business forward perspective, I presume the people there are the decision makers, the people that have got the, the resource and the um, ability to say, yes, this looks like a good partnership, let's take it forward. Yeah, so, so the feedback we got from the one we held in October last year uh, you know, a lot of our insurers sort of spoke to me and some MJs said they, you know, some insurers walked away from there and said, you know, we've got three or four real, very, very interesting conversations we want to proceed with. MGAs similarly saying, well, we met a number of insurers, with, one we didn't know were in the MGA space and, and that's fantastic for us. Now, one of the key things on this area is that 
uh, and I sort of revert back to the speed dating element, you know, sort of half tongue in cheek, is that what we want to be able to do is for our MGAs and our insurers just to meet and greet as many people as they possibly can. So this as a capacity exchange event is not for someone effectively to sit down with the insurer and say, right, let's talk for the next 30 minutes around here's our business presentation, etc. It really is a case of sort of, you know, a, a good conversation, you know, well sort of, you know, sort of in a position where this is our business, this is our product line, this is what we currently do. Is that within your risk appetite? Is that something you're particularly interested in? The insurer then will then have that sort of conversation. Uh, and then it's likely that following on from that, it will then sort of hopefully move to a much more richer conversation, which far more detail on a granular basis and hopefully lead to sort of a capacity partnership. How did you find, because I know this is an annual event, how did you find it work over the, um, the COVID period when, when it was online and things like that? And is this the first back face-to-face? -face? No, no, we had, a, we had a face to face in October last year, which was quite close to after our conference. Uh, so some of our insurers who had been had a very successful MGAA conference representation decided not to attend because of the close proximity. Obviously, for 2022, our conference was on the 29th of June and this is, you know, the 14th of September. So we have that sort of gap now where insurers in particular and MGA see that, you know, this is a really important event and, and we, we expect and anticipate, you know, a really good turnout from both of our, those particular membership tiers. The one which we did in September, I think it was September, stroke October 2020, we did it on a virtual room basis. Again, it, it was as successful as it could be in a virtual environment. I think that's the best way I would describe it. We managed to get uh, respective organisations and members together. But as I've always said and, and always been a great advocate, you cannot beat the face-to-face -face sort of uh, contact, the networking, seeing the whites of people's eyes and, and, and just building a strong relationship on that basis. So, uh, you know, face-to-face -face is, is, will always be for me, you know, the right way to take the capacity exchange. I'm hearing, it's quite interesting. So I've got one of our clients goes to uh, Baden and Baden every year uh, and, and, and he described that as speed dating. So I assume it's a very similar type of setup, just not necessarily reinsurance. Yeah, yeah. You know, as, as I say, we did, we did one October, uh, we did a lockdown one, we did one in October, which was my first one as CEO as face to face. And I'm really looking forward to the one in, uh, in sort of second week of September because you know we're looking to build on the the one in October last year, uh, and also sort of ensure that you know we get as many of our insurer members and also as many of our MGAs there to make it a sort of uh, you know a, a high profile and uh, very worthwhile event, which I'm absolutely confident it will be. I'm sure it will be too. And one of the things I'm quite interested in is I'm seeing and hearing and have been for the last. I don't know, year or two, a lot of talk around capacity hardening in different lines. This feels like the event you need to go to to try and work through some of these real difficult conversations that people are having at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, correct. I think the, you know, coming to your first observation, you know, capacity, you know, I've been quite vocal in so far that, you know, use a critic, uh, cricket analogy that, you know, fast bowlers, very fast bowlers can take the the wicket out of the occasion, out of the, uh, occasion from that perspective. If you're an MGA who has, you know, got expertise in, you know, and clearly has expertise in product lines and underwriting, has fantastic data, 
the ability to forensically uh, interrogate that data has, has uh, a real understanding of their portfolio uh, and understands their market extremely well, then, you know, whether it's a hard or soft market, those MGAs will always thrive because they understand what they, what they do. If you're an MGA who hasn't got rich data, uh, doesn't understand their portfolio as well as perhaps they should do, is not proactive with their capacity provider in identifying maybe sort of uh, some problem areas and saying how you're going to address them, then clearly in a hard market, capacity will become difficult. And, and, and that that's not rocket science. That's just the nature of sort of, uh, you know, MGAs. And, and I had that experience when I was running MGAs. So, so fundamentally, you know, what this capacity exchange event provides for, again, insurers and and MGAs is the real opportunity to have, you know, a rich conversation, albeit in sort of, you know, a limited time span, and to identify whether you could be partners of the future, may not be now, but certainly could be sort of some way down the line, or actually could be now and could be, you know, this, this time next year. So, you know, that's where those conversations, you know, can be, can be quite rich. Now, the key thing is that I know that a lot of our MGA members will come very well prepared in terms of the key areas and metrics which they will want to share with the with their sort of uh, the insurers at the event and similarly those insurers will be very clear in terms of their risk appetite insofar as what is out of scope for them but what is certainly in scope and what is areas which they say well we would like to have a further conversation around that. Mm. I'm so interested in in what Covid's done to the relational element of uh, of the insurance industry because because we all went online and I'm everybody's almost going against online. No, I don't mean on, against online. I'll give you an example. I had a really interesting conversation recently with somebody and she'd been an advocate for um, flexible and home working pr way pre-COVID. Mm -hmm. And then obviously COVID happened. Everybody was given home working and with, with a degree of flexibility. And she's come out the other side going, I don't know if it's the way forward anymore because our industry is so based on these face-to-face -face events, seeing the whites of somebody's eyes. And, and I think something else that's coming in, and you've just mentioned it twice, is data. So this relationship element and really understanding what the data is telling you is, um, is quite interesting. Talk to me a bit more about data. What, what sort of trends are you seeing in, in the MGA market? What's, what's lagging? What needs to happen more? Well, I think, you know, I think the first thing is that, you know, data, if I go back a few years, was a bit of an arms race where that, you know, people were building their data warehouses, some had it and some didn't have it. Uh, but effectively now, if you want to be a successful MGA and an insurer, any insurer who's going to deploy capital to you, data has to be a hygiene factor. So it's not, an, it's not a nice to have now. Uh, it needs to be a hygiene factor and it needs to be one of the key pillars in terms of how you're going to underwrite uh, business successfully on behalf of your capacity partner, given that you're using their, their capital. So that's, that's the first thing, actually. You, you cannot be an NGL survivor unless you've got very, very good data. The next thing, actually, is clearly the ability to interrogate that data and make informed decisions in terms of what you're going to do with that portfolio. So it's all right having the data. But then obviously you need the expertise in terms of that interrogation and also the decisions which you take in terms of moving your portfolio into a more profitable area, identifying profit pools which allow you to grow the business quickly and also uh, identifying areas which may actually need sort of some remedial action 
to overall improve your overall loss ratio and performance. So, you know, that, that you know, and there's a number of ways that's been done, you know, through data warehousing and, and different sort of software technology, which our, our supplier membership are, are extremely good at supplying, enabling MGAs to, to do that interrogation. And what they do exceedingly well is that they're able to sort of move very quickly in terms of implementing and executing those decisions. And those decisions will be placed around uh, uh, risk acceptance, risk pricing, uh, which may well include data enrichment. Uh, and then that ultimately gives a more forensic pricing point for the, that broker's particular customer, which can only be good outcome for the end consumer, which we're all in the, uh, uh, all in the business to provide. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm interested that you've just mentioned your supplier membership and yeah. and how you've sort of the MGAA is a is a, a place where you can really build relationships across all the suppliers uh, that, that yeah. an MGA needs to be able to be um, prof and, and places you can go and say, guys, give me a bit of help. I know I need I need something in this area. Can Can you talk? So I think. I think that is incredible, and I think people must be uh, looking forward to the event. I think it sounds like a really exciting one, and um, I, I really hope that it goes well for you and it's phenomenal building on last year's event. Thanks, thank you very much. And just to sort of end on, if any of our NGA members or any of our NGA Insurer members you know, are watching this, then please make sure they register for the event on the uh, 14th of September. Uh, they should have already received... Uh, uh, the uh, sort of our save the date, but the key thing is for uh, make sure they register, and we look forward to seeing them all there. And is there a registration link I can put in the um, in the show notes? Yes, it will be on the uh, be a link to our uh, NGAA website, so we, we can put a Perfect. link on, on, onto the back of uh, this website. That'd be great. That's incredible. Thank you very much, Mike. Pleasure, pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have enjoyed what you have heard, have any questions or feedback, please leave us a review and we will be sure to get back to you. If you would like further information on how Boston Tullis Group can support your business, or if you would like to join us on an episode, please do not hesitate to contact us.